The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Joined today by Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Experience at First Alliance Credit Union, and Bree McDonald. Good morning, both of you. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. This is Bree's first time joining us on the podcast today. Um, she's She actually joined First Alliance just a few months ago. She's one of our newest branch leads. So I'm going to let Bree just kind of jump in here quick and share a little bit about herself and what she does here at First Alliance Credit Union. Thank you, Jenna. Um, I have been with First Alliance Credit Union about six months now. I am, as they mentioned, branch lead, so I do oversee three of our six branches, Lake City, Stewartville, and Commerce Drive, um, kind of over by the Costco. I kind of help with members, um, book loans, any consumer loans, anything like that. Um, it's a lot of fun. In my previous position, for 10 years, I helped plan weddings, um, <laughs> 192 to be exact. Um, that does exclude my two brothers' weddings, who by default, I had to help assist plan as well. <laughs> you did it for free on two of yeah. them. I did it out of the goodness of my heart. <laughs> That's what family's for, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. We talked about cryptocurrency. Last time we got together, fascinating show. I'm going to take a guess, considering Bree's introduction, that we're going to talk about another big expense for families being weddings. Am I right, Jenna? Ab absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We are talking about getting married this week. Um, and on this is this is a huge topic that I don't think we've ever really dug into oh. before on this show. And which is surprising because on average, about 2 million couples get married in the U.S. every year. 2 million. So that's a lot of people that are planning weddings and spending money on them. And so it can be very expensive, right? It's a really big reason to celebrate, obviously, but it comes at a pretty high price tag for most people. Um, the average cost of a wedding in 2021 alone was $28,000, according to the Knott's real wedding study that they put out in 2021. And that, so that's average. That means that there's some that were way more than that and some that were way less than that, right? And that number kind of includes the cost of venue, food, clothing, right? The dress, the one dress, um, entertainment, decorations, all that stuff that goes into throwing your big celebration. Um, what that cost doesn't include was the cost of the engagement ring though, right? That's not part of the wedding, that comes before. Um, the average cost for that was about $5,000 last year. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Some people really love their brides-to-be. So, <laughs> uh -huh. um, but you know what? There's just, there's so much to consider when you're talking about wedding costs. And it's, so it's really important, um, you know, to know how to realistically estimate how much you're going to spend when you say, I do, right? There, there's a cost to that. So 
you know, thankfully, a lot of people can and do put together weddings for much less than that average cost. Um, but like I said, some people aim for even more than that. Um, but so today I did invite Brie here to share some of her knowledge and tips around how to budget and plan your wedding um, without going broke, really. Um, so she's going to be sharing some awesome tips <laughs> for us today on wedding planning and budgeting. Okay, let's get started. Great topic. I guess, Bree. <laughs> well, um, for those of you who have not been married before, um, setting your wedding budget is definitely not easy. <laughs> where to start, what cost to put where, um, because it's likely going to be the biggest party that you've ever hosted as well as the priciest. Um, with a financial, with any financial plan, you'll need to start by creating that budget determining how much you will have available to spend on your wedding, um, and of course, where the money is going to come from. Of course, starting out your own savings, either your current savings or any future that you're setting up. Um, of course, we always say money should not come from your emergency fund if you do have one. A wedding is not an emergency. Um, Yes, we want you to keep that in case anything happens, especially your retirement funds, so that you can live a wonderful, long um, marriage together. So the funds that you should have should start in a separate savings category. A lot of couples I've seen have opened up separate accounts altogether from their own savings and checking, which is a great idea. Um, of course, family parents, they will all be contributing potentially as well. So you definitely want to speak to them, kind of be upfront, make sure that you know where all of the money is coming from. Of course, credit union um, financing. You can also do that through using one of our personal lines of credit or of course a credit card. You just do need to be careful because you do not want to be paying the interest <laughs> on any of those. So do you get a lot of business from people planning weddings? Is that a common request that oh, I'm going to throw this big bash and I really don't have the cash. Can you help me out with that? Yeah, I would say it does happen. Um, it's probably not the number one reason people sure. mm -hmm. take out a personal loan or, or, get a credit card um, but it certainly is an option um, and that's what those types of loans are there for is to help finance those other things that happen in life outside of you know getting a car loan or something like that or if you you yeah. know a, a wedding you're kind of spending sporadically mm -hmm. on things so that's why a lot of people will use a credit card to finance a lot of that stuff and then they may have a plan to pay it off with savings down the road or something like that but um, mm -hmm. yeah, they're just, they're more convenient ways to kind of know what your budget is sometimes and be able to just pay for those things, especially if you have to make an online payment, you're going to have to use, you know, a credit card to do things yep. like that anyway. So, so it is helpful to have those, um, financial tools in place. The, I think what Bree was getting at though, is just making sure that you have a plan to pay that off so that yeah. you aren't getting stuck, um, paying on, a credit card to finance your wedding for years and years and years because you weren't paying attention to how much you were truly spending and you end up in a lot of debt that you didn't anticipate. So that's the idea of the budget, right? So you yes. have the yep. idea 
of actually how much money you do have to spend and then decide how big of a party you're going to have based upon that. Yes. Instead exactly. of, I want the big party and I'll figure it out later. And I have seen a couple of those couples who, you know, didn't budget from the start and then they had to come and open up a credit card and max it out right away or do some oh. debt consolidation, which you never want to start out um, your marriage with that in debt or kind of in a tricky space. Um, so thankfully when you are planning, you of course do have the control over when and how and how quickly everything happens. So you can certainly save up. You're not getting married tomorrow, um, so that you can truly host your dream celebration. Um, and of course the initial figure influences all of your decisions, such as your budget will help you figure out your venue, your guest list. Um, all of your meal options that you can select. Maybe you want to spring for that, you know, very pricey DJ because that's something that is very special to you. Um, you can also determine this through the number, um, regardless of how much you have to spend on the big day um, based on your, the finances for your wedding. Okay. So many details. So many details. <laughs> so are there guidelines on how much you should be spending in each of these I don't know, one billion areas that you're going to deal with <laughs> as you get closer to the date? Yes. So everyone has a budget, no matter what it is. It can be 1000 It can be 10000 So there is a guideline, of course. As I mentioned, some people have you know, preferences that they want to go big in one area and maybe cut costs on another. So realistically um, you can kind of expect the breakdowns to be about the venue and catering 40 percent of your budget so going back to that 1000 to 10000 that could be 400 dollars or that could be 4000 dollars that you want to contribute um, photography and videography of course you want to remember this beautiful day for as long as you can share the memories with people who weren't able to attend so that's about 15 percent of your budget of course, want to look beautiful for the day of and handsome. So wedding attire, beauty, that's going to be about 5% of your budget. Um, of course, everyone wants to dance the night away, have a great time, celebrate. So any music, bands, DJs, that's going to be about 10%. Um, of course, flowers. Some are going with the trending wood flowers. Um, if they're having multiple receptions, others just go with the traditional bouquets. So that's going to be about 10% um, of your budget as well. Um, some people, they like to add in special personalized favors and gifts. So that's kind of a smaller 2% of the budget if you do decide to add that in. Um, oh my gosh, let's just goes on transportation. <laughs> of course, you want to get your guests to and from your venue safely. You don't want to have to worry about anything so certainly setting up transportation to and from about 3% of your budget. Um, you need to let everyone know that, hey, you are getting married. So stationary invites, those are going to be about 3% of your budget. Oh, a couple more. Cake, <laughs> cupcakes, desserts, candy bars, kind of whatever sweets that you want should be about 2% of your budget. And then your fun decor, whatever theme, colors, um, that should be about 10% of your budget. Um, of course, once again, 
only guidelines. So if you're struggling to balance the budget, um, definitely ask yourself what is truly important. You want to spend your money on what is truly important to you on yeah. that day. And I can see right now a thousand dollars is not going to cut it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ten thousand might be tough. Uh, break, yes. <laughs> if you break down all these categories like that, oh my goodness. I know, and I'm sure there's many more that people aren't even thinking about air um, plane fees to fly family in or anything like that. But if you find your dream venue or, of course, that dress that you just have to have, um, those things may be non-negotiable for you and put you over budget, which is okay so long as you find other areas that you can cut to kind of balance that out. Um, yeah. Yeah, like maybe take only have a photographer and get rid of the videographer mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe you just want the videographer, you can get rid of the photographer or something like that where you have, you know, you have a little bit more wiggle room with your budget that way. Or get your exactly. nephew with a DSLR camera and have him do it. Yeah, yeah, give everybody <laughs> Polaroids. Skip the, skip the DJ and put a Bluetooth speaker over in the corner. Yes, yeah, all I, options to cut budget. Spoken, spoken like a true dad as he's setting <laughs> sort of decisions coming forward. Yes, the non-negotiables are up to the <laughs> couples. So whatever they prefer, um, everyone kind of has their own dream wedding. And I, I know it's been a few minutes since we talked about it, the budgeting side of it and the source of the money. Oh, Yes. How about, so, do you see a lot of people assuming that mom and dad are going to pay for this and then finding out that uh, mom and dad didn't really have that in mind? Yes. Um, you still have some of the people who are the traditional, the family of the bride pays for everything. And then the parents of the groom pay for just the rehearsal dinner. Um, there's no right or wrong anymore. Uh, some couples, they totally finance it themselves. Um, I was actually just talking to a colleague the other day. Um, her daughter is getting married, and she was asking me, how much should I contribute? It's my daughter. We want to put this much. Should we put more together? And once again, it's just up to the family and their comfort level and what they can kind of provide for them. It's a lot to think about, that's for sure. Are there tools? I imagine there's got to be an app for this or a spreadsheet or something. <laughs> spreadsheets are going to be your best friend <laughs> um, so you can break it down to estimated costs actual costs um, you can continually modify it um, so the proposals from the vendors of course can go into the modified um, so they shouldn't be too far off from the cost um, they're usually pretty good within a, a range um, and then of course the things that you have officially booked, DJs, um, photographers, anything like that, you can put that in the actual columns. So this will certainly make it so much easier to track costs, see the numbers right in front of you, black and white. Um, and of course, to make sure who's taking care of what payments as well, you can note that in there. All right. We're talking about planning for weddings on Good Money Moves. And this is a big deal. It's a lot of money. And uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll return. Bree McDonald's with us, Jenna Tubble with First Alliance Credit Union, 
and we'll be right back on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Wedding planning, the planning the topic today. Bree McDonald with First Alliance Credit Union. Former wedding planner, how perfect <laughs> <laughs> to discuss this topic along with Jenna Tobble. And uh, Bree, you mentioned, talk, you know, saving the money beforehand, because mm-hmm. usually you have, most people have a decent amount of time after engagement mm-hmm. before the actual event. What's what's the best way to put that savings account together to at least pay for a big chunk of this? So that is a fantastic question. So a lot of people will have a big budget goal, which of course can be extremely daunting. So just like anything else, you want to break it down into smaller chunks that are maybe a little bit easier to understand and digest. So with some simple math, you can kind of quickly figure out what you'll need to save each month to put towards your wedding fund goal. Um, So if you take the sum of your desired budget and of course divide that by the number of months that you have to save up, Um, So, for example, if you're getting married um, within a year with a budget of $15,000, of course, divide that by 12 months, which equals about $1,250 that you need to set aside per month. Um, So if that amount, of course, seems too much, um, you can add more time to it. Otherwise, um, so maybe pushing out that wedding date so that you can have your dream wedding and afford everything. Um, So... It could mean that you need to free up your budget first by maybe paying off some debts or cutting back on other expenses. So once again, things that the credit union can help you with, we can consolidate any debt prior to that. So you're in a better standing. um, So you can start really saving up properly for that wedding. So uh, obviously the amount of time that you'll need to save up depends on your current income and expenses that you have. So if you can only save 200 a month for your dream wedding, but it looks like it's going to cost closer to the 30,000 range, you'll be saving for over 10 years. So, and I don't think you want to hold off your engagement for that long. Um, <laughs> you want to start your life together. Um, and of course, start it out on the right foot. So of course, when you're trying to figure out your budget, you want to be realistic. Uh, don't set unattainable goals. Um, or kind of outprice yourself with your ability that you truly can save comfortably. Um, For some couples, they've made some drastic sacrifices um, and splitting the cost with the relatives, of course, having that conversation with the parents, aunts, uncles up front to help lighten the load. Um, And of course, you wanna work closely with your partner um, to be sure that you know what makes sense financially set your financial limits together. Certainly important conversations to start right after the engagement. Um, the account of the, time. <laughs> those are the tough conversations, aren't they? Because they are. How many people can you invite? Who can you not invite? Because mm-hmm. if you have the list limited to this number of people, 
somebody somewhere is going to be left out. Exactly. So just figuring out how far of the extended family do you include work colleagues? Um, definitely difficult conversations, but it's prepping for the continued um, difficult conversations throughout the marriage as well. <laughs> so if you can survive wedding planning, you can survive anything. <laughs> the way we did it, we planned the wedding and then we built a house. Oh. Almost right after that. So if you can survive both of those within a matter of a year or so, you're in pretty good shape. <laughs> yes, that is true. I've seen many couples who planned a wedding at the same time. They are finishing up their grad school, paying off student loans, and building their house. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's a lot. A lot. Yeah. It is. But the whole, the whole idea here is, I mean, you're throwing a party, but the party is to mm -hmm. celebrate the marriage. Exactly. So bottom line, budgets, everything, we just, or we, the couple, of course, needs to remember that it's a day to celebrate and marry the person you love and start your life together as a couple. Um, if the cost of the wedding is just too much, just skip the big to-do. Get married at a courthouse. Uh, book out a restaurant, a back room, just kind of have hors d'oeuvres. Mm -hmm. um, the fee for a marriage license in Minnesota is actually $115. So, um, and then if you take at least 12 hours of premarital education classes, that application fee is only 40. So wow. certainly minimal, minimal cost if you just want to run off to the courthouse. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We're talking wedding planning today. The Well, the financials of wedding planning mainly on good money moves. So. We do have to take another quick break. We'll return in a moment. Bree McDonald's here, Jenna Tobble. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back with Good Money Moves, vetting planning discussions today. Um, Bree McDonald's with us, Jenna Tobble, of course. Bree, what other tips do you have for someone planning a wedding, maybe to cut costs and stay within that budget? Yes, so there are lots of ways to cut costs. Um, as we kind of discussed before, some people, you know, they want to go big on some items, their dress, their DJ, and then they can cut costs in other areas that aren't as important to them. So, of course, right away, um, you can adjust that cost by who you invite to the party, the wedding day. So just immediate family, extended family, coworkers, friends, friends from kindergarten, um, it just goes all over there. So each attendee actually costs more than just the meal. Um, so you need to consider in the factors of the cost to send them the invitation, the welcome bag, the transportation down to the slice of cake that you're going to feed them. Um, favors, so even the size of your venue will need to host the reception for how many people. So, um, of course, another great example, say you have an average of 135 people for your reception. Shrinking that guest list by only 15 people can save you about 1300 on average. So, 
something to think about. Real money. <laughs> Just, yeah, that's, yes. you know, you're, fe- you're feeding 15 fewer people. You're sending 15 fewer invites. If you are mm-hmm. doing any kind of party favors or um, things for your guests, that's 15 fewer of those that you're going to need to, you know, purchase and share. I mean, there's every person counts towards that cost as you move closer to that average of $28,000 for a wedding. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Um, if you need to save money, cutting the people you're inviting is definitely a really good mm-hmm. first step. Yes. Or even just inviting them to the reception only. Right. You know, yeah. That doesn't mm-hmm. cost anything to have them dance or, well, I guess if you're hosting the bar a little bit, but. <laughs> Make it a cash bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the venue is a big thing, though, right? I mean, that's oh, how much yes. you spend on the building is going to have a big impact on how much the overall cost is going to be. Exactly. So barn weddings are huge right now. Um, of course, they may look like a steal up front, but a lot of couples forget to factor in you know, it's a raw space. So you need to bring in tables, chairs, glassware, silverware, kitchen equipment for your caterers. Um, Sometimes even restrooms, um, air conditioning, heat, depending on the time of the year that you get married. So all of those add up. um, And the steel of the venue kind of starts to (laughs) dramatically, (laughs) the costs increase quite a bit. Uh, is it, other oh. is a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Is a lot cheaper to do it not in the spring or the summer. Yes, <laughs> you read my mind. Uh, one of the things that I always recommend for couples who are on a tight budget but have found their dream venue is to go off season. So maybe you can have a winter wedding, maybe a Friday, or a new trend is Sunday, having just a brunch. So you celebrate with mimosas and eggs and instead of you know a four course wine paired dinner um certainly a way to cut costs and be a little bit unique mm-hmm. uh, any other cost cutting moves we can look at uh of course using fewer vendors so if your dj maybe offers lighting services for your venue um, or your cake lady also offers edible wedding favors consider hiring that vendor to provide more than just one service for the day. Bundling. You do see a lot of people who are, or vendors who can do the photography and the DJ. Um, They may be able to offer other services as well. So once you bundle, they, they typically offer a discount. Um, Of course, then you won't also be paying multiple vendor fees. So they're using the same card to all transport together, um, staying together, anything like that. A less chaotic situation as well. Yes. (laughs) Well, I have been paying attention because now I'm at that stage in life where I may be asked to help pay for one of these things. So (laughs) thank you for the fantastic information. So, uh, Jen, I'm going to throw this at you. More resources out there for those who are thinking about planning a wedding or being asked to help plan a wedding, whatever it may be, to make a good money move. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I always encourage our listeners to visit our website at firstalliancecu.com. I suggest you get subscribed to our blog where we release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, We also have all kinds of free guides and resources on our website um, in our online resource center um, covering topics like budgeting, savings, debt payoff, all those things that we talked about in today's episode to help you get to where you want to be with your wedding budget. All kinds of resources available on our resource page at firstalliancecu.com. Of course, I also recommend you get subscribed to this show, uh, Good Money Moves, on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasting services. You can also listen to the past episodes of this show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. But of course, if you are in need of affordable financing for your wedding, as we mentioned in the show, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. Um, Our team can help you figure out your wedding budget and help you figure out if financing is the right choice for you to get the wedding of your dreams while staying on budget. And stay on (laughs) (laughs) the budget word, of course. You get the final word with the budget word. Well, thank you both. Bree, nice to meet you. And I hope we can chat again sometime on Good Money Moves. And Jenna, we'll talk again next week. Absolutely. It's been Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.